Dear listeners, are you tired of the endless cycle of fad diets and extreme measures? It's time to wake up to a better weight loss solution with Robody. As someone who's been through the ups and downs of weight loss, I know firsthand the challenge of trying to find what will stick. That's why if I qualified for Robody today, I'd jump at the chance for a scientifically backed program that supports long-term success. With Robody, you'll gain access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market, paired with personalized lifestyle changes. Over 200,000 people have already chosen Row to help them lose weight. Say goodbye to the roller coaster of weight loss dreams and hello to sustainable, real results with Robody. Go to row.co slash snoozecast. Sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash snoozecast. Snoozecast, the podcast designed to help you fall asleep. Find us on snoozecast.com and follow us on social media and wherever you listen to podcasts. If you enjoy our show, please write a review on the podcast's app. Also, share us with a friend. This episode is brought to you by our Patreon supporters and by white elephants. Tonight, we'll be reading the third part to Dr. Doolittle, written in 1920 by British author Hugh Lofting, the full title being The Story of Dr. Doolittle, being the history of his peculiar life at home and astonishing adventures in foreign parts. If you'd like to start with episode one, it aired on December 2nd, 2019. Episode 2 aired on February 3rd, 2020. It is the first of Lofting's Dr. Doolittle books, a series of children's novels about a man who learns to talk to animals and becomes their champion around the world. Previously, the good doctor's animal collection grows. Dr. Doolittle takes a ship to Africa to help with an epidemic and introduces himself to the native people. Let's get cozy. Close your eyes. Relax your body into the softness of your bed. Sixth chapter Polynesia and the King. Then they had gone a little way through the thick forest. 
they came to a wide, clear space, and they saw the king's palace, which was made of mud. This was where the king lived with his queen, Ermintrude, and their son, Prince Bumpo. The prince was away fishing for salmon in the river, but the king and queen were sitting under an umbrella before the palace door, and Queen Ermintrude was asleep. When the doctor had come up to the palace, the king asked him his business, and the doctor told him why they had come to Africa. You may not travel through my lands, said the king. Many years ago a man came to these shores, and I was very kind to him. But after he had dug holes in the ground to get the gold and killed all the elephants to get their ivory tusks, he went away secretly in his ship without so much as saying thank you. Never again shall a man like that travel through the lands. Then the king turned to some of the men who were standing near and said, take away this medicine man with all his animals and lock them up in my strongest prison. So six of the king's men led the doctor and all his pets away and shut them up in a stone dungeon. The dungeon had only one little window, high up in the wall, with bars in it, and the door was strong and thick. Then they all grew very sad, and Gub-Gub, the pig, began to cry but Chi-Chi said he would spank him if he didn't stop that horrible noise, and he kept quiet. Are we all here? asked the doctor, after he had got used to the dim light. Yes, I think so, said the duck, and started to count. Where's Polynesia? asked the crocodile. She isn't here. Are you sure? said the doctor. Look again. Polynesia. Polynesia, where are you? I suppose she escaped, grumbled the crocodile. Well, that's just like her. Sneaked off into the jungle as soon as her friends got into trouble. I'm not that kind of a bird, said the parrot, climbing out of the pocket in the tail of the doctor's coat. You see, I'm small enough to get through the bars of that window, and I was afraid they would put me in a cage instead. So while the king was busy talking, I hid in the doctor's pocket, and here I am. That's what you call a ruse, she said, smoothing down her feathers with her beak. Good gracious, cried the doctor. You're lucky I didn't sit on you. Now listen, said Polynesia, tonight, as soon as it gets dark, I am going to creep through the bars of that window and fly over to the palace. And then, you'll see, I'll soon find a way to make the king let us all...